Were you unable to catch the show this morning? Don't worry, we've got you covered. This is the Mark and Jess Replay. Enjoy. Let's talk for a sec about the friends we had in the studio on Friday. <laughs> yeah. We had a snake, Cupcake the Snake, and a lizard, Dino. Yeah. And uh, you were loving them. Oh, yeah. I was not loving them. I didn't touch the snake, didn't want to, because it was a boa constrictor, right? Yeah. So those are the ones that'll squeeze you. And it was. Death. I was holding it. I asked if I could put it on my shoulders, and they said absolutely not. Yeah, it might squeeze your <laughs> neck. and yeah. So they only let me put it on my arms, and I started with my arms wider than my body, and by the time that I gave it back, they had it had pulled my arms together. So it's... Like, you could tell it was quite strong. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, it didn't feel heavy. It just felt strong. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the lizard felt very leathery. Yeah. I tried to hold sweet. it. I did not like it because he tried to kiss me with that long, gross tongue of his. I panicked. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing. Your husband, Drew, posted on Instagram this weekend saying... Because it was a picture of you kissing the lizard, I think. And he said, this is the same person that is scared when a robin lands in her backyard or a bird of some sort. So what's... What's your reasoning? Why are you scared of birds, like deathly terrified of birds, and not of a snake that could kill you? Drew asked me the same question, actually. The reason is because I think that they're so slow, you know, like you can see their movements coming, whereas... Snakes? Like, that yeah. snake wanted to squeeze you, it would have just been... Dead. I know, but like birds and rodents for, you know, they're like jumpy and like twitchy and... Yeah, but what is it going to do to you? I don't know. I Same just, with a mouse or something. They're going to run up my leg or get in my hair. They don't want to go in that greasy... <laughs> Greasy hair. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It looks really nice. Uh, it's just, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't quite make sense. Well, I don't know what to tell you. That's all I could tell you. I'm not accepting that <laughs> reasoning. The replay with Mark and Jess. I was sitting there last night, just randomly thinking about this, because you know most places will pay their employees every two weeks. Yeah, maybe. Um, twice a month, maybe once a month. But if you had the option of being paid once a year, the start of the year, here's your full salary. Would you do that or would you? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Why? Because you're going to get taxed like crazy. Well, no, no, no. Pretend, like pretend <laughs> the taxes are, are, are all the same. Uh-huh. Would you like that lump sum payment or would you rather it just continue the way that that it's going. Yeah, no. What, and why not? Because I'm not good with money. So you would get that money and then immediately <laughs> want to like spend it all? I don't know if I'd immediately spend it, but I feel like June would come around and I'd be like, oh my God, I got to start putting some of this aside and being a little more careful. The- and then October would come around and I'd be out of money. Yeah, that's the problem is you really got to budget with things like that. Like I think of teachers, they go two months without being paid in the summer. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I can't I think you can that. get it though. I think some school boards do. I don't think all do. Right. Um, yeah, the budgeting thing, I'm not great at that either. Do you have a budget app? No, I don't have any budget. It's like, oh, I have this much money. Spend, spend, spend. Oh, I better stop spending. That's exactly like <laughs> me too, where Casey has this budget app and accounts for... Every Everything. dollar. Yeah, it like who, that. Yeah, guess who's better with money? Her. Yeah, who's better with money in your <laughs> yeah. You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay.
Oh, I had fun on Saturday making some uh, young girls feel uncomfortable. <laughs> what happened? So I am, like, I have bought a bunch of maternity clothes, right? Mm-hmm. But one thing I didn't think about needing to buy is maternity underwear. <laughs> oh, yeah, I and guess so, hey? I'm getting to the point where I need some. So I was like, where the heck do you buy something like that, right? And um, there's a Le'Veon Rose outlet store right by, like, in the East End. Okay. So I decided to go in there this weekend and the girls walk up to me and they're like, is there anything I can help you with? And I was like, well, I'm looking for like some maternity underwear, Mm -hmm. basically. And they just looked at each other and then they looked at me and they're like, okay, I don't know if we have anything like that. And they showed me like nursing bras and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, like that's cool. But like, I actually need like the underwear. Mm -hmm. And then they looked at each other and they looked at me and they're like, we don't know what that is. And so then I had to explain to them. <laughs> they don't know what maternity clothing in general is? They didn't know what, like, maternity panties would be. And so... <laughs> well, I don't... I just assume they're bigger. Well, they got to have room for your, like... You, either you can get them to go over your bump or under. But oh. they're, like, they are kind of tailored for that, right? And so... <laughs> and they stretch a lot. So they're trying to show me... They're like, oh... I don't know. And so then they started like getting me like these really big like <laughs> underwear. And I was like, that looks really big. Are, and, they, like, a- are they actually a thing or are you just making this no, up? No, it's a real thing. Okay. And so they were, I was like, I looked at them when they held up a pair and I was like, that looks like something my grandma gave me for Christmas this year. And they just burst out laughing. I was like, I'm sorry, but like this is not working out. Why they weren't like nice you're saying the underwear yeah. they held up no well i don't i hate to break it to you but i don't think you're going to find like nice cute maternity gitch you can i no, saw no i'm pretty sure they're all going to be granny panties so just get used to it this is the mark and jess replay hopefully this break is better than the last one when was the last time you had to go to the passport office mm it would have been after I got married and I changed my name. And what was it like when you went there? Was it a long wait? Was it a gong show or was it It was Swiss a Island? nightmare. Oh, was it? It's always a nightmare in there. Is it like a doctor's office where you have to wait and wait mm-hmm. and wait? You got to take wait. a number. Yeah. Well, that doesn't make me feel good because I have to go there this afternoon at some point. Okay. I will tell you, make sure you have everything filled out and filled out properly or they'll just send you home. They won't say like, oh, you just write this in here quick? No, because you're holding other people up. You got to make sure that paperwork is done properly. That's just stupid. Like they can't say quickly, hey, you got to, you forgot this part. Maybe fill it in quick. I don't know. When I've been there, they're pretty strict. They were very strict about the photos too, which is just... They don't mess around. It's insane because they're strict about the photos for a a newborn. You got to hold their neck up and your finger can't be in it. Yet they have the same photo for five years. I know. And the thing about it, too, is like, okay, if you're driving through the border with Niall, you think they're going to make you hold them up like that? No, he's going to be sleeping in the back. Oh, cool. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Well, wish me luck. Yeah, you're going to need it. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. This came out late last week. Not sure if you saw it or not, but we have new guidelines here in Canada for consuming alcohol. Did Does you see that this? that change like what you can blow over when you're driving? Or? No, 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 no. They're saying like 
here's how many drinks you can have per week and then over that amount oh, is to be not, yeah, not uh. good for you. Yeah. This is the first time that the guideline has been updated in 11 years. Oh, okay. So it's been a while. Now, before I tell you, let me ask you this. How many drinks would you say you have per week on average? I would have maybe had like a drink. Just one. Yeah, one, maybe two. Okay. So this is great. Zero drinks per week. Not drinking has benefits such as better health and better sleep. Yeah, thanks. Uh, two drinks or less per week. So this is you. Yeah. You are likely to avoid alcohol-related consequences for yourself or others at this level. Good well, I should hope so. Yeah. If I'm getting drunk off two. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Lightweight. Three to six drinks per week. Your risk of developing several types of cancer, including breast and colon cancer, increase at this level. Wow. Seven drinks or more per week. Your risk of heart disease or stroke increases significantly at this level. So there goes that uh, glass of wine a day is good for the heart thing. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it is. Like a red wine. That's what that's what I read once. It's like if you had a glass of red wine with dinner every night, it's I think it's good for they say your digestion, your heart. Things are always changing. Things are always changing. One minute you know, ten cups of coffee a day is good for you. The next minute it's gonna kill you before you're forty. Like what are we supposed to do here? And really When was ten cups of coffee a day ever good for anybody? I say that to justify my (laughs) coffee consumption. The Replay with Mark and Jess. As you know, I've been watching a lot of the OC. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was watching an episode and there everybody was all worked up about this high school dance. And I was thinking, do high schools have dances anymore? Because when I was in high school, they were kind of like losing their luster, I would say. Oh, were they for us? It was a big deal. Oh, yeah. I still remember showing up to the formal dance. We pulled up to the front of the school. We were all dressed up, got out. People started throwing up. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Which isn't good because you shouldn't be drinking when going to a high school dance. Yeah. uh, Which I did one time. and One time? Well, that they know of. Yeah. I got in trouble. Got suspended actually. Uh, really? For three days for it, yeah. Holy. Whoopsies. Um, I remember one of the coolest dances was when they had a much music video dance. Oh, okay. And they bring in the boxes. Uh, there was another, what, there was like another company that, like Night Owl or something, that would bring in those light up boxes mm, you could dance mm-hmm. on. And yeah. they'd play the music videos on the screen and have lights and smoke and everything. Yeah, now. That was in like the height of the school dance. Yeah, now I'm wondering if they do that if anymore. If they do that. Because didn't they, in elementary school, did we do dances? Yeah, and it wasn't the same. Like, I don't know. School dances back then were like, not the same as a high school dance. No. We're just like going out to like a nightclub, right? But like a, a school dance in elementary school was everybody being like, oh, someone's wanting to dance with you. And then there'd be a snowball. snowball and What's a snowball? They'd start with like the couple, whoever the cu- big couple was in school in the middle. And then the DJ would go snowball and they'd have to run and get a new partner until everybody was slow dancing. How do you remember all this stuff? That was <laughs> so know. long ago. I don't even know what I did this week weekend (laughs) what month is it january (laughs) the mark and jess replay a lady from ontario is getting loud after 
a crazy situation with Air Canada. Mm -hmm. So she and her husband last year went on a trip to Greece. Mm -hmm. When they came back, uh, they landed in Montreal and had to recheck their bags to get onto a flight to Toronto, which I think is weird. Usually they just transfer them, right? Yeah. But they had to actually like take them, recheck their bags. So that's fine. That's an extra precaution Mm because they should just be getting on that plane. Uh, Anyway, they got home and no, his bag did not show up and they filed like a lost bag claim and everything. In the meantime, they had air tags on that oh, bag. Oh yeah, those things are good to get. Yeah, especially in this case because they are watching this bag and it literally for four weeks just sat at the Montreal airport. Nobody got it to them or anything. And, and they're, they're like, probably the reaching heck? out to Air Canada. Air oh, Canada's yeah. not responding because airline and customer service has been brutal yeah. in the last few years. And so, and they're reaching out to the airport and everything. And they're not getting anywhere with this bag. Then all of a sudden, they see it on the move. It goes to Etobicoke and is, in Ontario. In Ontario, yeah. And th- I think that's it's close to where they live. So they're like, okay, great. It's finally coming, whatever. All of a sudden, they look. And it's not at an airport. It's at a storage facility. And they do a little digging and find out that her husband's bag is donated to a charity. And so they go. The husband actually drives to the storage facility. He looks in. He finds like a room that's got just piled high with suitcases. So they call the cops and the cops go in there and there's people's suitcases filled with like iPads and iPhones and AirTags beeping like crazy. And this like airport in Montreal, I guess, or maybe it's Air Canada, donated all these suitcases. Well, that's, yeah. There's got to be a a timeline where you, and you you shouldn't actually ever probably donate them, but you can't just like, oh, this hasn't been claimed in you know, a few days, week, let's just... Yeah, but it's not their fault that they didn't claim it because it just got left off the plane, right? Yeah, so did, did a bunch of other people then get their I don't know. This Bags lady back? said she like reached out to them and they're not being very of course not. responsive. So I, she's I, trying to get more people on board to go after these guys. I uh, I don't have those air tags. No. But we're going to Arizona in March. And I'm thinking maybe just taking a, a carry on to avoid having to deal with that. Right. Yeah. And especially like going on a vacation and then getting there and not having a bag. What are you going to do? I've Wear only the same checked... underwear the whole time? Oh, well, you could buy underwear. I only checked bags when I went on hot holidays and when I went to Vegas for yeah. a week. And those were direct flights, all of them. And when you probably went on a hot holiday, your bag probably weighed 300 pounds <laughs> and you had to pay extra for it. The Mark and Jess Replay. Casey and I this weekend learned that we were baby blind. <laughs> and what I mean by that is when Nile was born, we thought he was just like the cutest kid on the planet. Right? Oh, yeah, you did. I think every parent thinks that way about their newborn kid. I'm not gonna. Well, no, I think you will. Um, <laughs> so I didn't think newborns were ever cute. No, no newborn is cute. You're like, no. No, they're ugly. They're yeah. wrinkly. Yeah, wrinkly and like swollen and like red and all, all this and stuff, right? And I remember right? you showing me pictures of him wrinkly and swollen and red and being like, he's so cute. And I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure he is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 
So we were looking at old photos and like, oh my God, comparing him to now yeah. where he is a cute kid now yeah. and he actually looks more like a human being where before he looked like an alien, right? So looking at pictures, we're like, oh my God. And even we laughed because we looked at the picture we posted for his like announcement, like, hey, say hello to Niall. And we're like, this is the best photo we had of him. <laughs> he looks ridiculous. I wish I could see that one again right now because I want to I thought it was cute at that time. Well, I think it, it definitely wasn't as bad as the one that I posted uh, or that Casey posted <laughs> no, on that her one Instagram. Was bad, yeah. Because, yeah, he is like, I guess this one, he, his eyes are closed. Yeah, he's no, got he looks chunky sweet cheeks. There. He, yeah. he does look he does look sweet, but uh, yeah, we were definitely baby blind. But he is cute now. No, he is now. You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay. A guy from Vancouver just filed a lawsuit against McDonald's last week. Mm -hmm. Did he slip when he walked in? They didn't have a slippery one wet sign? That's how I'm going to make my fortune. This guy was going through the drive-thru. Mm -hmm. They handed him the coffee mm. and the lid wasn't on all the way and it spilled and burnt his hand. Now, something like this has happened before with McDonald's, and they actually had to pay up, I really? think, where some lady yeah, burnt herself on the coffee, and they paid her a pretty big amount of money, mm. I'm pretty sure. What happened with this guy? Well, we don't know, because he literally just filed it last week. What is the amount he's trying to get from McDonald's? Probably six figures. Actually, seven figures. it doesn't say in the story that I'm reading. Free nuggets for the rest of his life. That wouldn't actually be that bad. Yeah, I'd take that. That's also like, uh, and I don't know if this one is real or if it's just one of those like stories that has circulated, but it was a Winnebago and the person driving the Winnebago put it in cruise control and then walked to the back of the Winnebago thinking that it was like an oh autopilot God. feature. Well, that's just dumb. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, if that is in fact a true story, that 100% happened in the States because... Florida. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay. Have you updated your iPhone recently? I don't know. Do you have the most recent update? Let's see. Show me your phone. Like, Oh, if I just show it to you? Yeah, I'll be able to tell by the... No, no, no. Go, sorry, to your lock screen. Oh, yeah, you do. Because you have the, the time changed. It's thicker font now with a new update. It, mine's looked like that for a long time. Yeah, well, I, what I was going to say is I finally did it because I was oh. forced into it. I always put off updating my iPhone because they always make changes that don't need to be made. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, let's tweak this and this and this and change things that have worked for a long time. Like, for example, I hate how now when I get a message or something, it shows up on the bottom of the I phone. I hate that too. Not at like the top where it normally would. Why did they have to do that? They don't. They don't, exactly. Um, what else did I notice that was a little bit different? Oh, the one thing. The one thing that's kind of interesting is if you go to your photos uh -huh. the, and then scroll down, all the way down to utilities, it says. Utilities. Yeah, scroll all the way down. I'm not seeing it. Let's see. Utilities. Big white writing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> it says imports, duplicates, hidden, and then recently deleted. Yeah. Can you see the hidden thing? It's locked. Yeah. So if you click on that, you have to use face 
ID to get into. You can hide racy pictures. Exactly. In there. <laughs> that that's one thing that I'm like, okay, I don't mind about this update. You can kind of store the, you know, the photos you don't want in your normal library in there. So I will give Apple credit for that. Uh-huh. Everything else, I hate. You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay. Uh, this is a story about a lady from Edmonton. She's 98 years old, and her name is Muriel Waterworth. And for more than 60 years, Muriel has loved to ski. What a name, by the way. That I sounds know. like such a fancy name, like she's a royal. I anyway, know. she skied for a long time. She skied for a long time, and at 98 years old, she is still going out more than once a week. Skiing in Edmonton. She has a seniors club. They meet once a week, and then she goes out on her own. She's just like really cool to watch. Cross country skiing no, or no, downhill? Downhill. Skiing? Oh boy, <laughs> good for her. This is a story about railroad workers saving a cute little raccoon. So these railroad workers were working when they noticed that a raccoon actually got stuck on the tracks. So it was cold. The raccoon must have sat on the track for a little bit, got stuck, couldn't get off. So, um, well, this thing could have got hit by a train. So they jump out. They go. They pour uh, warm water under his bum. And (laughs) they take about five minutes. And they get the raccoon off. And it scurries off. Into the back into the forest, and uh, he left a little bit of hair behind on the railroad track. But uh, they did save the raccoon, which is very sweet. Wow, you actually made it through the entire podcast. That's incredible. Catch the show live from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. every weekday on Play 92, or listen to the replay on your favorite podcast app.